Trump is governing Israel from Twitter. There's other things that I forgot about. And Daniel Caesar is anti-black. This is Dark Racial Humor. Yay. It's the fucking intro, dude. Here on the farm, we grow our we grow our tomatoes with a hundred percent pure vegetable oil. And that is why I am running for president of the United States. Fuck that record scratch. Beto, twenty twenty. Uh. What is this? The fucking radio? Yeah, dude. How does copyright work on podcasts? Don't play it a lot, you know. Just making money off of Cardi B songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That new dark ratio. Damn, that's a, a great song. All about the pain a woman has to deal with when she chooses to date a rapper. Yeah? Yes. What does she talk about? Talk about how Offset's cheating on her. Be careful lyrics via Genius.com. Travis is cheating on Kylie. It's like they never learn. I want to get married like the Curry Steph Naisa shit. It's fucking the Warriors just getting into pop culture, you know? Yeah, except Steph's not a rapper, so he's not going to cheat, probably. Hey, everybody, welcome to Dark Racial Humor. This is free-flowing, in-depth conversation about whatever's appropriate at the time. New, d- new Dark Racial! My name is Bonjan. I'm Collar John. And we have a great show for you today. It's March 21st, 2019. It's 2-29, and we're in South Los Angeles, Angeles. California. United States. Live from Adobe House Records dot com slash store. <laughs> so much Bum- Bumblebiz is booming, dude. Bumblebiz is booming. Fucking universal chick came by. I got that sweet envelope. Nice dude. I got, I got another guy, he's got a man from Jamaica. He's looking for the twenty sixth, but his man, man's not from Jamaica yet. Fucking is she a Redskins fan? Are we just stacking that paper? Uh, it's getting pretty fucking stacky, dude. Think about all the podcasts. <laughs> oh, ads. Wait, I was going to say we could buy ads, but that doesn't work, <laughs> doesn't work that way. Please give us ads. Come on, Anchor. Yeah. Um, Come on, Anchor. What's going on? What's going on in the, the newsy news, you know? It's chilling. It's cracking. How's your day, dude? Day was good. Did, uh, went to the gym. Got those legs in. Mm. You got a new set of legs? Got a new set of legs, dude. Um... They're very small. Oh, don't fit. Tiny. Um, what else did I do? That's it, pretty much. Nice, dude. Took a lot of pisses. A lot, a lot of, of pisses. Yeah, drinking water. Nice, dude. Water's dope. Yeah, dude. What oh. color are you looking at? Oh, clear. Nice, man. Yeah, it's what great. About, what about that first pee the, the morning, though? Was that? Oh, dark yellow. Dark yellow. <laughs> Almost red. Like, <laughs> like a, ru- a rubric. Just rubric your color. liver getting fucking squashed yeah it's like a like real 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 unhealthy what'd you do today real uh 
slow, grudging wake up. Nice. Starts at 9 a.m., ends at about, you know, 11. Uh, it's real hard. And then you, what, just sit around and wait to do the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking, I met with two fucking people for the, the Adobe House venue. What day is the, uh, the, the filming? Universal is Monday early morn. Gonna have that that driveway open during the night, maybe. Gotcha. Um, she said she didn't need to move cars, but you guys might want to move your cars. What are they using our house for again? Catering, baby. Catering. Okay. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm not gonna be here next week, all week. So you're gonna have to just do like a solo Ricker series. I'm not gonna maybe. be here either. What? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, I got, I'm going with you, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Fuck. Where are we going, man? I already got my ticket. I'm going to Mexico. Are you going to Mexico? A yeah. spring break shit? Or what? Yeah, bro. If, if you mean... You're going to build a house? If you mean by spring break, uh, fucking going to sleep at 7 p.m., not not leaving the complex. What's in El Mexico, dude? Oh, uh, I'm just going with my parents. They're just like, hey... We're getting old. <laughs> Let's go on vacation. Sorry to fucking break your ears, Jesus. Dude. I was um. That's interesting. I was on a. Uh, I went to Mexico last year, and mm-hmm. like they, they, they didn't let me do like anything. Like I couldn't leave the resort, which was fine. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you just want to take a walk. Yeah, yeah. Um. And, That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, like it's just like this here, like spring break bashes going on like next door you don't want to see that shit and i was just like oh for sure i guess i'll just read a book i mean was it a good book though i don't remember <laughs> i guess i'll just watch bitcoin decline just crash uh last year what a time that was oh man was that last year already can't be dude yeah it was last year when it was just plummeting spring break oh mm. spring break Woo! shout out john weaver maybe uh you you doing a phone podcast? We switch off days. We could try that. We could try no, calling. You go single, single for one day. I go single the next day. We can give it a, an honest shot. Why not? Honest shot. An honest try. I'm going down to the the wood the woodlands of North Carolina. Really? What's over there? Uh, a grandmother. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's she doing? Being her, you know? Just being her. Nice. Fucking got a new dog. Nice. It's nice. Not very loving. Really? What doesn't really love me that much. Like Maggie? Yeah, it's Maggie-esque. Maggie. It's, it's nice when you got it, but you gotta you gotta want it. That bitch. A shout out to all of our loving uh, listeners. Shout out to the people that listen at night. Shout out to people that listen in the morning. Yep. On the way to work. Yep. People on bikes. Yep. Unemployed, employed, yep. uh, freelancers. Shout out to the people in France. 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 We're talking, we're talking, we're talking Spain. We're talking Mexico. Where, where, are, these, where are these locations at, man? Um, Shout out Arizona. United States, France, United Kingdom, Canada, Netherlands, and the Philippines. If any of you guys want to be a part of your favorite podcast, Dark Racial Humor, you can email us at darkracialhumor at gmail.com or download the Anchor app and uh, send us a little voicemail. Send us that good, good, good. Okay, let's hop into the news. 
that's what people are really here for. Um, you know, I was thinking, I'm going to copy Joe Budden's thing where he has a different image for each episode. Image? Yeah. Um, oh, do we not? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I'll just Can you keep... Can do that? I, uh, I think, I believe so. You know. pretty dope. Anything, anything to get those fucking clicks, dude. You know? Yeah. You know what to really get those clicks? What? YouTube video. You... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. Dude, why are you all, all of a sudden sweating out of your oh, ass? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm banned from YouTube for life. I'm not allowed on that website anymore. Just okay. free content. Dude. Did you get that uh, video I sent you? Oh, you know I'm already loaded up. This is a little not. context before you play it up, before you keep oh, it up. Oh, honestly, dude? Hold on. Oh, no, that's Adobe related. Do you want to hear some cool Adobe-related things? Uh, sure. Uh, a man from uh, named Nate uh, is an organic fan organic. Of, of Adobe House Music. Uh-huh. And uh, he he's he's abroad right now. He's in Spain right now. Shout out to Spain. But he uh, he really wants a shirt, a little strapped on cash. I said, I, we might be out of stock, but I'll, I'll see what we can do. Damn, repping in Spain. He says... A lot of your merch is, merch is really cool, so I'll probably end up getting something, dude. Swag, bro. You're going yeah, to fucking rock that shit in He's Spain. from Minnesota, dude. He's from Minnesota. Oh, I think he said he was from Spain. Well, he's in Spain. Oh, what the fuck? Who gives a shit about Minnesota? I'm not sure there is. I love you guys. Yo, you guys are listening, and I love you guys so much, but this we're, like, talking about something serious, so I'm like, I don't want to talk about shit. Who is this man speaking? Okay. So this is Daniel Caesar. That's Daniel's, Daniel Caesar. Yes, Daniel Caesar has a, a very successful R&B career. Little context, little context for those of you who don't know. Um, he goes on Instagram Live, and he basically defends this girl. And after doing my research, the the worst thing she did was pull a Miley Cyrus and just appropriate black culture. Also, she, she what Miley Cyrus? She she pulled a Miley Cyrus. Pulled a Miley Cyrus. Um, What's the? Do you know the girl's name? Yes, Jules. Oh, oh, I've, uh, I've, uh, I think I might know a little bit of context about it. Um. Anyway, uh, I guess black people on the internet don't really like her. Oh no, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking different. Um, Daniel Caesar basically just goes on and says, "Hey." Why are we being so mean to her? Why are black people being so mean to white people? She looks like a like Demi Lovato and another chick. But I don't know. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Caesar just got fucking railed for that. Shows are like being, you know, like artist stuff. Where's my... Why, as, I don't know which black people are in here, but I want you guys to talk up right now. Why... Which black people? <laughs> which... I don't know which, which one of you are the blacks. I... <laughs> Why do we? Oh, I I heard something why do why? Why are we being so mean to Jules? Why are we being so mean to white people right now? That's a serious question. Why is it that we're allowed to be disrespectful and rude to everybody else? And when anybody returns any type of energy to us, that's not that's not equality. I don't want to be treated like I can't take a joke. I just went through that that the fucking Chappelle shit and I had to like in the moment acknowledge that I was being fucking sensitive You know what I'm saying and that I need to be able to take a joke just like everybody else That's what it is people are allowed to say what the fuck they want 
and it's I'm allowed to feel how I want, but it's like, am I gonna fight them or am I gonna accept what they have to say and keep it fucking moving? Mm. Why are like? I love the the mmms in the background. Bro, the attacks on Daniel Caesar have been brutal. This brutal. Uh, <laughs> this tweet says, "I just knew Daniel Caesar hit the sunken place the moment his hair went blonde." Bro, horrible. He's been called anti-black. Uncle Tom. How dare he humanize the white people? Are these all things on Twitter? This is, of course. Okay. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I give brutal. No valid validity. <laughs> Bro, this is the conversation that, that uh, this was fucking what Twitter was throwing in my face all yesterday. <laughs> dude, and I just felt so your bad. Twitter is fucked, bro. I just felt so bad for this kid, dude. And I was like, bro, not one celebrity, not one person with a voice or a platform yeah. stood up and, like, defended him because they would be dragged, too. How old is Daniel Caesar? 23. 23. What is he? What songs does he make? Get You. Get You. Yeah, I can play that shit. Great song. Great song. Uh, okay. Well, keep talking first. Um, But, no, if you look at the rest of the video, all he said is, yo, that's not equality. Why are we hating on people? You heard this song? I don't think so. But why you hating on blacks? Oh, I can take a joke, yeah. Through drought and oh, famine, natural disasters. Mm -hmm. My baby is beautiful. Beautiful voice. This is a this is a tweet. From um, someone we both know. The fact that Daniel Gaptooth had the gall to defend white mainstream culture vultures whilst being the most anti-black he could be is just the latest example of how the black voice of opinion is neither monolithic, a monolithic experience nor infallible of being influenced by white supremacy. Yeah. I don't really know what I that down. means. Let's, let's read it again, dude. The fact that Daniel Gaptooth had the gall to defend a white mainstream culture vulture. First of all, why you gotta eat? I mean, teeth, man. Yeah. You know, I gotta throw that in there. Yeah. Okay. okay. Has has the audacity to defend mainstream white culture? A white mainstream culture vulture. White mainstream culture. He? No, no. Dan Jules. Yes. Okay. So. Culture rich. Keep in mind by saying you def all Daniel Caesar said. Why are we being so mean to her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what he means by defend. Whilst being the most anti-black he could be. <laughs> Don't think that's true. Okay. <laughs> could All probably right. be a little more anti-black. Is the... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Is the right. latest example of how the black voice of opinion is neither a monolithic experience... Monolithic. ...nor infallible of being influenced by white supremacy. So he is saying... Monolithic means big. Does a monolithic <laughs> means like big and the same, like a bunch of group of people think the same way? Uniform, yes. Okay, so. Yes, this is a perfect example of why the black experience shouldn't be monolithic. Black people shouldn't all think the same way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm for the individuality of, of humans for the most part. It's just. And then uh, so he what, goes what on. Did, to... What did Jules do? What did Jules do? She basically, okay, so basically all, all I've been saying is appropriating black culture. She's fucking rapping. She 
hasn't really done anything necessarily racist. She's rapping. She like she's she's just a fucking white person <laughs> that takes black fashion and like styles and America. She, yeah, she like fucking she's like all doing what Miley Cyrus does, right? Literally all of America. Yeah, and apparently she like fucks celebrities to get clout or something. But who As gives who gives a shit, As dude? I mean, I I fuck everybody. Did Daniel Caesar deserve this? Um, it's all. Good. <laughs> It won't be a thing by two days from now. Do you remember when um, we were talking about Kanye West, I think, and you were saying that I was saying that it's hard to have individual thought in the black community and you disagreed? This, um, is, this is a perfect I don't recall, but this sure. is a perfect example yeah, yeah. of why it's hard to have individual thought in the black community. Yeah. When, when did this Kanye podcast happen? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, well, yeah, it seems like. Oh no! It was when we were talking about. Uh, remember those kids, those those black Republicans that yeah. advised it? it was that episode, whatever that was. Sure, sure, sure. That was a. <laughs> I feel like that was a, a a turning point almost. That episode, like fucking everything just got wacky from then, dude. Really, uh. Really scary stuff that uh, a good amount of. Daniel Gaptooth, he did have a big guy. I think I made fun of him because the Gaptooth. Yeah, but it's like, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> I never, I've never seen his, uh, his, his face before, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, shout out to black people on Twitter for being sheep. Twitter's weird, Think man. for yourselves, goddammit. Twitter's weird. Twitter's... I feel like a lot of people that do voice their opinions on Twitter would be the ones that would, like, if asked about, would be vocal about it, like, in person. But it's just, like, I don't know. It's a weird attention Well, thing. it depends. Like, if it's, like, you're speaking to a group of 20 black people and they're like, tell me what you really feel. Even I would not be 100% honest. What do you mean? If someone, if I was talking to a group of black people mm-hmm. and they were like, tell us your views on the world, on the world, like your political views, your views on race in America. Yeah. Even I would not be 100% honest. Why not? Because I just don't think the backlash is worth it. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe that's why President Donald Trump signed an executive order to try to promote free speech on college campuses, John. Oh shit, you know what? We should talk about that. But after the break. Do 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 talk racial. Soundboard's back, baby. We'll be right back with more dark racial humor. Swaggin. Swaggin. I, 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 didn't, I didn't need to do this. Swaggin. Did he need to do this? Another point I wanted to make before the break. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about Mr. Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. Gaptooth. Gaptooth. Did nicknames always were always a thing, dude? I feel like nicknames are, are more a thing in fucking the Trump era, too. Nicknames? Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. Uh, that... Trump is really great with branding nicknames for politicians. Yeah, I, I guess since the president of the United States is calling people <laughs> nicknames, more people are using nicknames in society. 
If you could show me, show me some, some science on that, that would be cool. No, <laughs> I was just going to say it's possible to be pro-black without being anti-white. Yeah. You know? I, I think I might agree. Let's take some, let's, you know, let's just take some steps in the right direction here. All um, right, what's going on? What's going on with Trumpy? Well, a man uh, who was a solicitor of a conservative something or another, I don't know, group was on a UC Berkeley campus. He got punched. In the face by a lib bro, if you recall that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was kind of used as a, a mainstay for this executive order to promote free speech on college campuses. Um, apparently, it's very not specific, and there's like no details on how what they want to happen to actually happen, and that would be to withhold some federal funding for people who uh, college campuses who uh, cancel certain usually conservative uh, speakers um berkeley pulled out of a shapiro talk um citing some safety reasons which kind of i mean is somewhat of an, an argument because berkeley likes to get buck when it comes to that shit you know burn that shit hey i mean that's fucking stupid. The White House officials declined to provide specific examples about how universities could lose funding and said implement- implementation details will be finalized in coming months. So basically, this is kind of nothing right now, but, um, you know, Trump wants uh, equality of speech on usually liberal campuses to be heard by uh, everybody on both sides. Good, dude. Fucking... As it should be. Even Obama said, do you remember when he said universities aren't safe sp- safe places for students to be coddled? That's where they should be exposed to new ideas. I, I recall-ish. And even when we were fucking, oh God, I wish I had these videos to pull up. That video uh, of fucking that girl filming the Border Patrol officers and she was yelling at them, this is supposed to be a safe space. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was the most um, ironic thing I've ever heard, because I never thought people actually used that term literally. Yeah. I mean, no, but I mean, that's kind of been a lot of, I've seen a lot of safe space signs on, on campuses. That's it, it's usually, it's I think it's made for like LGBTQ shit. Yeah, but who's fucking attacking LGBTQ people on college campuses, like um, physically or verbally? I mean, Besides, like, people that come on preach the Bible, but, like, you could just walk away from them. Yeah. Well, that, well, first of all, uh, I was watching some, some talking heads talk about this, um, and it was, it was kind of uh, what a lot of conservatives would stereotypically shy away from because of federal uh, prodding into institutions. Wait, what? Say that again? They were saying that conservatives would stereotypically who who don't like the big government getting their hands in 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 uh, situations in everyday lives. Uh, Trump is using a federal government guise to uh, affect college campuses. Okay, well, how many of these college campuses are public campuses that the public pays for with tax dollars? A lot. So all of them. So maybe free speech should be protected. Yes, that was a, an argument of a lady as well. Uh, people giving their money to colleges via taxes want, uh, you know, free speech. But um, 
I don't know. This, this whole thing's vague and not like a bill or anything. It's kind of just talking about free speech. Damn, dude. The fact that we even need to do that <laughs> is absurd. It's a little weird. I think I think I kind of have this theory that and I'm not really old enough to see multiple presidencies with multiple parties. I've kind of barely lived in an Obama and Trump, which is kind of weird. Uh Trump presidencies, but I kind of have a theory that once one party since we basically only have two parties in in this government um is in power Everything just gets weird and wacky for the people who aren't in power, especially in the executive branch. Like, it, this whole thing seems like 10 years ago, it would, it would be the opposite, quite literally. The opposite, like? Like, you, you might have a story that was a conservative dude punching a liberal guy, perhaps. But now it seems like... Maybe, though? Has it? I don't know. Maybe. Ten years ago? In 2009? I'm, I'm thinking, like, I don't know, the past. It, it seems like, and it's it's even been talked about in fucking, I don't know, cable politic talking shit, where you have, like, the opposite of what liberals are usually not, they're usually not violent. They're usually not just mad radical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it seems like it's different. I wonder why that is. I don't know, dude. Twitter? When did Twitter get popping? I always just blame Twitter. You know, it was really funny in this fucking next story I have um, about Israel. I was going to take a fucking screenshot, dude. Um, I don't think I have it up on my computer. But fucking Netanyahu was like... Uh, I'll just fucking get into it. Um, there's a place called the Golan Heights in um, <clears throat> in Israel. Where, where's that geographically called? What, the Middle East? Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, around there, uh, there's a... I'm going to play a video real quick. It's about the Golan Heights and the uh, sovereignty of the people that are trying to get it. The Golan Heights is a narrow strip of mountainous territory between Syria and Israel. It was captured by Israeli forces from Syria in the 1967 Six-Day War, becoming occupied territory. Syria tried to get it back six years later, but was defeated in a huge tank battle. A United Nations peacekeeping force has been deployed to the Golan since 1974 to monitor the ceasefire. Israel annexed the Golan in 1981, a move which was never recognized by any country in the world until the U.S. under President Donald Trump recognized the territory as part of Israel. So, uh, in a battled land between, I think, Syria and Israel, uh-huh. um, there was a U.N. treaty and... Um, I think I'm not really sure who governments recognize as the land's owner, but uh, Trump put out a tweet, I believe, like either today or yesterday, um, that says, After 52 years, it is time for the United States to fully recognize Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights, which is of critical strategic and security importance to the state of Israel and regional stability. Um, and fucking. Netanyahu like thanked him on Twitter and I just thought that was so weird that you have leaders of governments opposing very not like legal things on Twitter and they're having a discourse about it very not legal things he's he's 
Trump is talking about the the sovereignty of a, of land, mm-hmm. and not through laws or anything. He's just saying on Twitter, it's time the U- the U.S. should recognize that the Israel is has this land. Is that illegal? Not illegal, but I'm saying it's weird. It's Twitter. Oh, you know, like you're talking about. I feel ta- like everybody does that though. That's why it's weird. You have you have four you have leaders of of countries talking about spaces of land and the sovereignty of it on Twitter. And, and, oh, and the uh, other government saying, ah, hell yeah, thanks, Trump. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's... I mean, threat. like, if this was 50 years ago, how else would they do it? TV? The radio? It's just, like, the fastest mode of communication. It's, in it's faster than ever now. The most countries. And it's also, weird. it's relatively free. How's it not free? Well, you gotta pay for internet. This is true. Unless you're like sitting in a McDonald's or something. <laughs> Do you know what you're saying? Then you're paying with your data. <laughs> and then Yahoo said, at a time when Iran seeks to use Syria as a platform to destroy Israel, President Trump boldly recognizes Israeli, Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. Thank you, President Trump. Like that. Like you have a leader of Israel be like, he said it. He said it. It's fucking. You don't think they had stone, like, dude. You don't think they had like a meeting, a foreign policy meeting before. I w- I would assume. Like, hey, dude, don't tell anybody about this till we get the the green light, and then just throw it on Twitter. I don't know what to assume. Or do you think he just rolled out of bed and was like, you know what? I feel like declaring Israel sovereignty today. You know, just, I feel like in the beginning of his presidency, it was that, and then they fucking had to take the reins of it. Yeah, probably. He has been on a a Twitter. Uh, usually, Twitter is wild for him, but as of lately, it's been pretty uh, extra yeah. wild. Extra wild. Yeah. Like what? He's been tweeting a lot of shit about John McCain for no reason. Uh, like dude, after he's I was going to do that too. Um, after he's dead, he like, just he just he just doesn't fuck with John McCain, dude. It's just like, dude, he's dead. Let it go. <laughs> you won. You 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 outlived him. There was a headline that said. Uh, Trump had a quote. It was it was kind of a misquote, but it was basically saying like Trump wanted uh, a, a thanks for John McCain's funeral, but he was dead. <laughs> he he basically said like I I set up a nice funeral, but I didn't get a thank you. It's whatever though. Uh, and yeah. like, I don't think he meant that he wanted John McCain to say thank you. You know, he probably wanted like a thank you from the family. Yeah. But even just saying that, like, dude, yeah, like, <laughs> you didn't fucking pull out your checkbook and pay for it, bro. You weren't there setting up I was, decorations. I was like, yeah. I mean, I I made him a funeral. I didn't get anything, but I don't know. like, oh, he's so fucking New Yorky, bro. I love it. I know. I for, like, forget <laughs> that he's like, it's just a combination of New York and reality TV, and also oh, lots God. of money, and you get that a weird ego thing, dude. Crazy. <laughs> the fucking the saying things, the saying like not saying something concrete, but. And saying like, ah, you know, I don't know. This is what it is. <laughs> Trump season two is heating up. Oh man, dude. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it, dude. Uh, anyone, anyone else running for president? We got like ninety dude, people. I saw, I saw another one, but I, I didn't want to read it just because like, I, I, I didn't want to know about more fucking people. Uh-huh. But uh, let's see if I can find it. Um, this one. Is gay. LGBT groups, as 
news Google loads from the dailybeast.com want Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg? It's it's but I G I E G. Buttigieg. Uh, wants to be more than the gay candidate for president. Pete, uh, he could have if he just didn't mention that. Do you know who this is? No. Oh. First time I'm ever <laughs> hearing of it. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to like read it because like, I don't think you're going to have much of it. But, but you know, it's, It seems it's, like he's about to make this a huge personality <laughs> trait, so he might as well uh, strap in. Meet Pete. Pete for America. <laughs> uh, um, I, can I, you uh, – actually, can you can you go on his website and play – like a minute of his, of his video? Sure. Pete Buttigieg. He's a millennial mayor, Afghanistan war veteran, and husband. That's pretty cool. Yeah. On his website? Yeah, it's uh, just look up. Meet Pete? Yeah, meet Pete. This looks like I could write this site. This looks like <laughs> Wix to the max, but you know what? The show in Washington right now is exhausting. Mm. Mm. The corruption, the fighting, the lying, the crisis... Yes, it's got to end. Yes. The reality is there's no going back. And Bro, he looks like a goddamn uh, a, a who from Whoville, the Grinch, the Grinch, uh, the Grinch citizens. Mm. He has a weird upper lip thing going on. And I can't play it again. Is that because of the sight? No. Jesus. There's no such thing as again in the real world. We can't look for greatness in the past. Right now, our country needs a fresh start. I'm Pete Buttigieg, and I'm the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. When I arrived in office at the beginning of this decade, the national press said that our city was dying. People on the outside didn't believe our city had a future. We propelled our city's comeback by taking our eyes off the rearview mirror, being honest about change, and insisting on a better future. You know, I belong to a generation that is stepping forward right now. We're the generation that lived through school shootings, that served in the wars after 9-11, and we're the generation that stands to be the first to make less than our parents. The first to new. marry robots. That too. He's, he's, a, he's a guy running for president. <laughs> this is from USA Today. USC? Uh, USA Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. If Pete Buttigieg had a wife and not a husband, he'd look really boring. <laughs> <laughs> what? How does USA Today say that, dude? Candidate not defined by LGBTQ label. Well, how about this, dude? He is still just boring even though he has a husband. Yeah. He <laughs> just the mayor. Like he, he looks like a dentist or something. He's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Wow. A fucking amazingly... Uh, fast town in America. So. The Washington Post has called him the most interesting mayor you've never heard of. I don't know if that's good press, Pete Buttigieg. Um, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how we get. What is he? What are his stances on things? Just, you know, that uh, tenth, tenth month abortion. I mean, that. Whoa, uh, CNN. Pete Buttigieg is the hottest candidate in the 2020 race right now. If he doesn't apologize for being white. <laughs> I don't know. If I will not vote for him. Thing, dude. What? CNN has a headline that said he's he's the hottest candidate in the 2020 race. He definitely is. I can know. I can name 30 other candidates hotter than him. Maybe they're talking about a, his his sweet good looks, dude. Um. 
He looks like he's balling. Yeah. I mean, uh, good luck. Good luck, Pete. Like, his fucking website doesn't say anything what he, mo what he <laughs> believes in. But if you go to fucking, if you go to the Andrew Yang's website, literally everything he believes in is on there. Well, everything. Andrew Yang seems a little bit more intriguing to me, at least, than fucking Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Okay, Pete. But I also have seen Yang nowhere in the in the mass media. But yeah, he is he has incredibly small numbers. But we'll see, dude. Is there a is there a site where I can see these polls numbers, man? Uh, just look at polls. I don't know. What what poll are you looking for? I just want to see points, man. Oh, like points a, and polls, man. like approval rating. No, for fucking candidates. Democratic nominee polls. It's like fucking. Oh, dude. Nah, this is fun, dude. It's fucking like. It's a. Uh, it's like sports. It is like sports, and it's only going to get better as the year progresses. You know Hunter S. Thompson, right? Uh, an author. A uh, journalist, author. Um, oh. But uh, he covered campaign trails and shit, and he had books that like showed his his letters he wrote and faxed to people. And it was just like it's a big fucking politic game, and it's it's fun. I love it, and yeah. you're gonna hear all of it here on Dark Racial Humor, on the fucking uh, I don't know. We should fucking make some some politics segment music. I have breaking news, but my thing's also not working right now. Awesome. Okay, this is a great time to take a break. Kind of used that before. Yeah. I didn't need to do this. It's not true. Let's take a break, dude. Take a break. All right, we'll be back in a, a quick, a hot minute. This is Dark Racial Humor. I was just thinking, um, that guy, that tweet I was reading earlier about Daniel Caesar. Yeah. So that was Lando Chill, right? Yeah. What if he becomes fucking famous and they're like, they just meet? You think Lando's gonna start sucking his dick and just like? I don't know. Probably. Man. This is Dave Chappelle on Daniel Caesar. Caesar for the first time. You heard him sing a little bit. Yeah, very gay. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that, did I say that out loud? Uh -oh. I'm just kidding. Daniel Caesar's a musician from Toronto that I just met tonight. Uh, black, I, did, I got jealous. I didn't know John had other black friends. <laughs> does John Mayer have a fucking Instagram live show, dude? Uh, I called, guess he does now. It's called. I think it's called Current Mood. Current Mood. Unless this is like, yeah, this is weird. This is John Mayer's fucking. John Mayer live on Instagram live. But, but uh, he's amazing. Okay, whatever. He, he called him gay, and that's what he was referring to earlier. Yeah, do you think it'd be better to go YouTube videos or just straight Instagram videos? With what? The podcast videos. Like just I said. Instagram clips. Diversification. Instagram clips, for yeah. sure. But, but having completely on uh, 
completely on Instagram would be a bad decision. Because I was talking to my friend. But Instagram uh, clips for sure. Lamar Wilson, shout out Lamar Wilson. He was telling me uh, he, he used to have a podcast with someone mm-hmm. and like it was on like audio and YouTube and the audio like outnumbered the YouTube views like 10 to 1. Yeah. Which I thought I was mean, like, interesting. I was like, damn, not even half. I think that's true as well. Uh, but you know, it still gives you clicks. Get and, that shit. And gets, well, let's just let's just have a a stroll over to W House Records. Uh oh. Over on YouTube. Yikes. And let's see. I'm I'm a fan, right? And uh, I've been I've been a fan since blockchain. Yeah. And so I've seen a couple of videos, but uh, last video was one month ago. Uh oh. And like the 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 podcast get views. Do they? No, they don't. Thirty-two views, twenty-one views. Oh shit, dude! Through the roof. I mean, they're proportional to what the music videos are, and proportional to what the vlogs are. The like, music videos? What's the music? Music videos are in the hundreds. Music video. Uh, by by what I I meant, you would. The numbers are what you would think they would be for a music video, for a vlog, and for a podcast. Uh. Um, hundreds for a music video, uh, close to a hundred for the vlogs. And like half of the blogs for the podcast. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, we should just do clips. And if you if you made clips, you can put them both on Instagram and YouTube. Clips. We gotta make a dark racial humor Instagram. Yeah. <sighs> Guess so. I feel like that's just hard as fuck. Yeah. Because in my head, I'm thinking on the fucking. It's not that hard. Adobe fucking Instagram. Like it doesn't need to be as organized as that. Yeah. It's just like. But you know, you know how it'd be, dude. You know the Warner Bros. CEO resigned. Yeah. Amidst claims that he promised roles to young women in exchange for sex on today's yeah, episode dude. of. No fucking shit. <laughs> Of course I know, man. I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. Really? Oh, he already jumped on it? Yeah, dude. We can't do it. Damn, he beat us to it, bro. Fuck. Our stiff competition. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, obviously. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to just pull up this fucking... Uh, hundreds of leaked text messages between Kevin Suhihara, actress Charlotte Kirk, and partners Brett Radner and James Pecker. Brett Radner. Show the powerful executive under pressure said repeatedly he would push for auditions as accusations of extortion and a proposed settlement agreement followed. Warner Media says it will investigate. Um, Kirk had been laboring to establish. Warner Media, all part of AT&T at this Uh, stage, announcing that its chairman and CEO of Warner Brothers Entertainment, Kevin Sujihara, will step down from that role. Uh, this is all for, for, for some context here with regard to allegations that he had perhaps inappropriate relationships or ties to an actress that may have led to some favoritism at some point. You know, it's funny. What? I, th- I think on the Button podcast, they were talking about him as if he was a white man. Mm-hmm. He's not a white man. They were talking about with the name fucking Kevin Sujihara. They didn't say his name. <laughs> That's interesting. It's worth noting that these reports came out earlier in, in the week, 
and that he is cooperating with the company, with Warner Media and a third party law firm to complete the investigation. The company does say that they continue to work with this law firm to complete that investigation with Mr. Sujihara's cooperation, but it's obvious that it had become a bit of a distraction. They do say in the note, Warner Media CEO John Stanky, that it is in the best interest of Warner Media and Warner Brothers for him to step down at this point, guys. It is in best interest for Warner Brothers and Warner Media to put his dick back in your pants. Um, Kevin. Shit, lost a good job. You probably okay. lost your wife. Where do you think fucking big-ass CEOs or big-ass people with power who try to thwart, not thwart, get, you know, sexual harassment allegations yeah, or even for stuff like that, where do they go after they're fired? Probably, uh... Like, what do you do? What do you send your resume out to? I don't know, but I don't know how much he was making, but I'm sure he had, like, other investments, other places... It might be okay to assume. But also, um, he didn't really do anything illegal, so he could probably get another job somewhere or start another company or do something. That's what happened to fucking, uh, what's his name? Bald guy, black guy, started LaFace Records. Was the CEO. LaFace Records? Was the CEO of Epic Records until he was, and this was before the Me Too movement. Some girl was like, yeah, he keeps trying to fuck me. I have one man in my head. What is his name? Oh, L.A. Reid. L.A. Yeah, Reid. Sure. Yeah, he did that. He started I mean, another company. With a name like L.A. Reid, mm -hmm. you're going to do something bad. You got to do something. Or you got to do something fucking good in L.A. Shit. You're named <laughs> after L.A. You're L.A. Reid. <laughs> Damn, dude. Your fucking name is L.A. Your name is fucking L.A. Reid, dude. My name's Big Apple Jimmy. Yeah, dude. But, um... What's with the invest? Are they are they investigating who extorted the messages or what? I don't know. Because it's like classic dark racial humor journalism. If I say, "Hey, fuck me for a role," and you say yes, that's not illegal. That's a deal. Yeah, you said yes. I'm, I'm sure if, if some girls come out and say like, "I didn't like that," and that's bad, I'm sure they have to side with them. I didn't like that, or that's bad. Yeah. So they still got the role, still got the dick, and now you know he's going he, to jail. He, he used his power. I don't know. That was a cool sound. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's not not really as bad as the uh, Weinstein shit, though. Yeah, Weinstein was like fucking taking his clothes off and not locking girls and shit. It's proportional with the bad PR. Yeah, I mean, like this probably would have been your your classic hollywood affair hollywood executive affair that no one would have ever heard of if something like yeah, not now do you want to listen to a six minute shapiro interview on fox news about gun bans and beto's abortion uh not all six minutes but we can listen to a little bit of it okay we'll start from the beginning we are back with the fox news alert the country of new zealand has banned high-powered I want Shapiro. I don't care about your content. Editor-in-chief of The Daily Wire, host of The Ben Shapiro Show, and author of the new book, The Right Side of History, How Reason and Moral Purpose Made the West Great. Welcome, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. Is this a reasonable answer to the massacre that took place last week? Is it a what do you think about that? About what? Banning New Zealand banned semi-automatic weapons. Uh, I don't know. I need to, like, learn more. Just if, if the U.S did that let's say if the u.s the the u.s had a, a big 50 person killing 
yeah. and they banned semi-automatics, what would your reaction be? Um, I don't think that would ever happen, but I'll humor you for a second. I think there, racial. I think there would be a huge fucking uprising and people would lose their shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in it's New really- Zealand, it's not like enshrined in their constitution. Yeah. But I, like, I want to know like how common were murders in New Zealand before? How common are murders with guns? How hard is it to get a gun? How did the guy get a gun? Um, like, like stuff like that matters. Yeah. Um, but like, it could just be just a fucking a blanket ban that they're just throwing out out of emotional response. Yeah. And like, like I've said before, like nothing comes out of like nothing good comes out of emotional responses. Yeah. But no, let's so let's see what he says. Emotionally reasonable answer, but it's not a factually reasonable answer. There are some 1.2 million guns in New Zealand in 2017. The entire country of New Zealand had 35 murders. Most of those, or at least many of those, were not with a gun in the first place. So they're now talking about criminalizing presumably hundreds of thousands of New Zealand citizens who don't turn over their guns in response to an isolated incident statistically. No matter how terrible an incident is, if it is isolated statistically, criminalizing hundreds of thousands of law-abiding people on the basis of that seems like bad policy. Well, Ben, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders has tweeted this out. This is what real action to stop gun violence looks like. We must follow New Zealand's lead, take on the NRA, and ban the sale and distribution of assault weapons in the United States. Ben? I'm old enough to remember when Democrats tried to run away from suggesting that they were pushing for a gun confiscation. Now, apparently, they're going to full-scale embrace gun confiscation. We have something called the Second Amendment in this country. It is deeply embedded in American culture, and rightly so. And again, if you're going to pick countries that are good examples of why gun confiscation is needed, New Zealand is not one of them. There are 35 murders in the entire country in 2017, a country of some 4.4 million people. What, dude? That's crazy. What? 35 murders in in a year. It's nothing. Again, if you're going to... I'm kind of assuming that's just with, like, guns. Pick countries that are good examples of why gun confiscation is needed. New Zealand is not one of them. There are 35 murders in the entire country in 2017, a country of some 4.4 million people. Even if it's just guns or not with guns, that's pretty <laughs> remarkable. That's less people than come to our fucking concerts. That's, that's incredible. Crazy, that's man. crazy. With how many people? If you're going to pick countries that are good examples of why gun confiscation is needed, New Zealand is not one of them. There are 35 murders in the entire country in 2017, a country of some 4.4 million people. 4.4 million. 4.4 million people. How many is in the U.S.? Uh, I want to say 300. U.S. population. 300 million. All right, now I'm going to look up U.S. murders in 2017. 17,284 murders. Well, I mean, <laughs> I forgot how fucking small New Zealand is, bro. Still thirty-five. Yeah, four million. Even if they were all with a gun, that's really low. And even if they weren't all with a gun, that's really low. And like you said, you have hundreds of thousands of people that do have guns, and you're just making all of them criminals right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sense. I'm I'm on board with with Jew man over here, dude. Wow. So uh, Beto O'Rourke's got some interesting beliefs we're finding out. Uh, it doesn't really stand Beto. on policy much. But <laughs> <laughs> Beto. I was going to do a little surfer tune. 
in his background. He wrote a he wrote a novel just about how great it was to run over children, uh, but he was a kid then. Right. And then he also was part of a hacking group. Is this your God? <laughs> I mean, hey, so everybody loves a good fiction novel. Oh, my okay. God, all the baby killing. About that until recently. Uh, and then we find out that he likes to eat dirt for revitalization, dirt from New Mexico. And then we find out where he stands on late-term abortion. They got all the fucking bad points, man, Dude. off top. <laughs> <laughs> bullet point all right they we're gonna say, talk about this this and this because fucking i know that beto is at least i want to know who's fucking top of the polls right now but uh beto was, was one of the peeps that were were slated to be a good running opposition to, to trump and they were like all right boys let's do it abortions let's see if we could see a position here you were asked about late-term abortions just before. I'm wondering specifically, if you had won the election last November and if you were in the U.S. Senate a couple days ago, how would you have voted on that bill? I, I would have listened to the women. I would have listened to doctors and, and medical providers. Uh, I would have looked at the, at the facts and, and understood um, the truth. And, and then I would have voted uh, with those women to make their own decisions about their own bodies. That was um, that was almost not taking a stance, and then he took a stance at the end. Kind of. Yeah. And I was really like, I was all for what he was saying, and then he was like, eh, then I'm gonna vote with the women. What does that mean? That I don't want to <laughs> answer right now. <laughs> but then he kind of answered. Ben, we're talking about a, a fully functioning now viable baby. I'm still confused as a woman why people are talking about women's rights in relation to a child that now has its own rights. Is this real? Does that child have rights, dude? You can't murder it. But I mean, like, you can't murder. I mean, what if the child's have, a girl? That's does, the women's rights. Does a baby have rights, dude? It's a human, is it not? Yeah, but it's a baby. So? Kind of like, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Really what Democrats want to be pushing? I mean, it really is quite insane. The fact that, that Beto O'Rourke and every other major Democrat Beto. feel forced to embrace this position, that you have to be for abortion up to and sometimes beyond the point of birth, right. it just demonstrates the radicalism of the Democratic Party. Even Beto's generalized position, which is that in the third trimester, abortion should be legal. Forget about the infanticide position. Even the third trimester position is a position that only 13% of Americans hold. This is far out of the mainstream, far more out of the mainstream than generalized pro-life views on the Republican side of the aisle. And it is amazing to watch the media treat it as though it is mainstream to suggest that women have a right to kill fully formed babies. Mm -hmm. Sure. That uh, no, is kind of weird. But hey, nine month. Nine, <laughs> nine month, good to go. Ten month, maybe so. <laughs> you were out in California. Uh, it was a number of weeks ago. There was uh, somebody who was doing some recruiting for Turning Point USA, and they were assaulted. And now charges have been filed against uh, a non. Shapiro's doing our podcast, dude. Love it. I know. We should just say, can you take over next week? <laughs> just the president later today, Ben, is going to sign an executive order on free speech on college campuses and how important it is. Who's this going to help? Well, presumably it will help people on college campuses who are trying to exercise their free speech and are prevented from doing so by the administration. I think the real question is, with all executive orders, is how is it legally drawn up? Just the lawyer in me wants to know that the Constitution is being followed, that all of the laws are being, uh, are being used, and that this isn't sort of an overreach. But I, I don't know that until I've seen the text. The generalized idea of protecting the First Amendment by connecting, for example, university funding for research to mm -hmm. their ad adherence to the First Amendment, that seems perfectly acceptable to me. 
what fucking reasonable response is Ben Shapiro's giving? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how it's going to be. This is, listen to me. No, you don't have a voice. Listen to me. Oh, God. I am a victim. What if he responded like that? What if he yelled and clapped? I fucking hate people who fucking clap when they talk to you. Those were those were all very good responses. Like, I like it, Shen. Shappy. Fucking. Benny Boy. Benny Boy. You hey. fucking Jew. Benny Boy, we're just going to upload episodes of your podcast <laughs> next week. So uh, just get them up early so we can. Uh, we can honestly probably do that, dude. We, no I one would say. Hey, they, they would come after us if we have like maybe a thousand listeners. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. We could do it all day, man. Nah, we should make our own content. <laughs> but shit, yo, uh, that's all the time for content making we have today. That was episode 58? 59? I think it's. 50. But you know what, dude? Tomorrow, man. Is tomorrow the. the... Tomorrow's the day. Happy birthday, birthday to Happy us. Happy birthday. Dude, do you remember I st- we started this and I made it like a, a school project? And now we're millionaires. Dude, barely. What it was it before a pro- it was it was supposed to fucking chronicle our fucking Adobe House records. Yeah, it was we were we were just we were already doing it. Yeah. But I I was like, yo, we did this for the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, got an A. Probably didn't even listen to it, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Tomorrow, man, March twenty second, twenty nineteen. We're gonna have birthday cake for the first episode of season two. Of dark racial humor. Is it by years? I mean, I'm just doing it by years. Why do I? That's what a season's supposed to be. All right. A year of content. Okay. But we'll see. And you know that the second year will absolutely just demolish the first year, dude. Yeah. None of this fucking three months in between, man. Or this will be the last one. Who knows? This is the last episode. Yeah, so Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Really liked it, dude. Please subscribe um, on iTunes and Spotify and all that good shit. AdobeHouseRecords.com slash door. Again, shout out all the canines watching. Shout out all the fucking, the little girls, the old men. Uh, you know, just thank you. Thank From the you. bottom of my cold, cold heart. Yes. Same. Okay. We'll catch you tomorrow. Peace out.